And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News football show. We're not going to call this the weekly show. It's a little different. We're here with Mr. Rob DeArmond, our sports editor, to talk about week six football action. It is Thursday afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Rob. How are you today? I'm uh, treading water. Is that is that a thing, treading water? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it is. I think people still use that. Um, so... First, we're going to talk about last week's scores, then we're going to jump into, you know, we don't like to call it the marquee matchup. Everybody's got a big game coming up this week, but we do have a little intra-parish action. Last week, it was Live Oak versus Walker. Uh, Live Oak won that contest 26-10. to 10. This week, it's Live Oak versus Denham Springs. Denham Springs loses to Zachary 44-14, to 14, and we're going to talk about all that in a minute. Uh, Albany did fall to Sumner 28-14. to 14. Springfield, in a weird Saturday game, Pulls it out against Thomas Jefferson, 23-22. And I know that was probably a fun game to cover. And, again, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But some unfortunate news for the Bulldogs as well. Talk about that near the end of the show. First, Denim and Live Oak is going to be the big tilt this week. Some interesting uh, videos out there on social media from the Denim Springs tailgating crew. Tell us a little bit about that first before we get into the con. They've uh, th- Those guys have been doing them every week, uh, you know, uh, for every game, just to try to get some, you know, just to get people fired up and, and, and ready to go for Friday night. Uh, and I think that was, the, I think that's their second one this week. And of course, you, you know, there's, there's a little bit more with this one with with uh, Brett Beard going back as the denim coach to coach uh, against Live Oak. Uh, of course, he was there for five years. So th- there's a little bit more there, you know. Uh, but in talking to the coaches, uh, both of them, they just want to keep the focus on their teams, you know. Uh, and that's where they are. Uh, for for denim, obviously, it's, it's trying to get that first win under Coach Beard. And, and for Live Oak, it's just trying to build on that big win over Walker last week. Right. So talking about, um, you know, Denim, Denim's still trying to, while some of these other teams in Livingston Parish are really working on little things, trying to, you know, finish plays and things of that nature, Denim's still looking for that identity. Uh, you know, what did, what did Coach Beard have to say about, you know, having that loss uh, to Zachary, which is, as people keep mentioning, probably one of the better Zachary teams in, in recent years, uh, you know, that that's a tough loss. Uh, it, it Big point differential, but saw some good things. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm reading the story. You guys know I pull up my stories every week when I'm when I'm, we're doing this show, and I'm kind of reading just to make sure I, I focus on some points here. But uh, he was really pleased with uh, they got a little more physical, is what he what he he liked to see against Zachary. And he also, you know, it's something we implore that they he's playing with some young kids, and he said for them to handle that stage at Zachary, which can be intimidating in itself, he was pleased with the way they handled that. Um, that being said, he'd still like them to get a little bit more physical coming through to it. And, and, but like you said, there's always something that you can build on, you know, he said, they're just going to keep, uh, keep grinding. The kids and the coaches will keep grinding and, and until they, they get it right, you know? And one of the things he discussed with you is this is, uh, kind of a segue point in the season. Cause you got three games left. And the question is, you know, what are you going to do with them? You know, were you going to challenge your kids? You know, what? How how is he kind of uh, displayed that or explained that to the team? You the way we talked about it, he, he talked about it uh, with David Gray. David Gray covered that game for us last week, and he said we got three games left. And the way he talked about it was, uh, he kind of challenged the seniors. You know, he said if you're a senior, I'm going to read this. If you're a senior that plays football, you're technically on the clock. Uh, if if you guys are an athlete in high school and you know you get down to being a senior. That's pretty much what it is. He pretty much said, hey, this is it. 
So you've got a chance here. It's it, He basically said it's a three-game season. You, you know, you want to go 3-0, and but realistically, uh, you just make a three-game season and see what you can do with each one of those chances. So, and, you know, one of those things, one of those calls he's had out to his team is to be more physical. Uh, definitely established a culture of physicality up there at Live Oak, which Coach Westmoreland has taken and run with, and it's definitely come up on the defensive side of the ball. You know, uh, these guys pitching some some shutouts and keeping these very good teams at low scoring points, of course, held Walker to 10. We'll talk about Walker in a minute. But, you know, uh, Live Oak coming into this game kind of understands Coach Beard, you know, and, and what he brings to the table. A little bit of cons- not concern, but they're cognizant of the fact that Denham is bringing plenty of talent to the table. And, you know, he. You got you've got to respect that, right? And that's what Coach Westmoreland said. He said, "Man, you you can look at the record all you want, but you look at what they they have coming in, and there is talent on this team. Uh, obviously, they're not going to overlook any of that. Um, but you also see that that they're trying to figure out uh, with with Live Oak. You talked about that defense, and I think uh, that's in in I guess their wins. I was trying to figure out how many points they they've given up, and it was uh, I guess what fifteen. Uh, or was it, let's see, I'm trying to think, I think my math is off here, but, uh, <laughs> um, but they, they've done a, I'll just say they've done a really good job in those wins, uh, holding Walker to 10, uh, Kentwood, uh, was six, uh, and they got a shutout there too against Opelousas, if I remember correctly. So you guys do the math. That's why I write for a living. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it, he just, it, when coach Westmoreland looks at it, he's, he's seeing, talent here uh from this crew and uh i'm just trying to read here i'm i'm, I'm going through that's why it's taking him he said just because they haven't put a win on the board doesn't he said that doesn't mean anything to us you know it goes back to we're focusing on what we do and and doing that well kind of almost the same thing as what uh coach beard said you know you got to take it one week at a time yeah you've got a talented team coming through and you gotta you gotta play the game, right? Right. He he also uh, Coach Westmoreland also kind of tipped his hat to uh, Ryan Fournier, the, def- the the offensive coordinator at at uh, Denham, just saying he's going to give you a lot to work on, a lot of formations, and he he said he really liked the skill the skill guys that, that Denham has. So that's going to be that's going to be something for him too. And uh, you know, has any kind of resolution come to the quarterback? Not controversy, I guess you can say, but quarterback competition at Denham. You know, I you know I didn't even ask. I know I know John McDaniel played last week. I didn't even ask because I know uh, Coach Beard would just look at me and smile. Yeah, and 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 so I'm gonna be like you guys to be honest. When I get out there Friday, whoever's under center is gonna be the guy under center. You know, and we'll we'll go from there. Right. So talking about teams that you know. It, we talked about Denham, who's still kind of looking for that identity over these last three games. Walker sort of establishing an identity of where they're going to come punch you in the face. Uh, Walker is still looking to finish that identity. You know, maybe establishing a few pieces, but, you know, they're going to host Central this week. They had that 26 to 10 setback against Live Oak, uh, you know, and, and Coach Mahaffey kind of looking at a lot of these things and saying, you know, it, it seemed to me when when we were talking during pre-production, uh, the best way to put it is we're, we're right there. Yeah. There's just these little we're just not yeah. quite finishing what we're looking at. So tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, you were there for Live Oak and Walker, and there were a few things you saw that were kind of like, I mean, did, you know, so close, but but just not quite pulling the pieces together. 
you you see and and we didn't mention this for for, for live oak but but they held uh live oak defense held brian thomas without a catch uh last week in that game and i, I don't remember the last time that that's happened uh you know he's, he's had some big plays and things like that but that's what they were able to do and talking with coach mahaffey it's just like we need to find consistency you know but he said, no doubt we're, we're in a funk, but there's opportunities that are not cashing on. But it's also small things, which is what they're focusing on this, this week coming into Central. Uh, I'll, I'll read this quote. He said, it might be uh, one step wrong on, on, or this a couple feet off on a, on a couple throws or throw or something like that. Then uh, um, that's the, the general gist of the quote. But that goes to show you that those little things, he just said little things can add up, especially when you're playing the teams you're playing. Right, and this week going to be facing another pretty physical team in Central, you know, and and, and kind of what we talked about, uh, you know, what you're getting with Central, uh, you know what what's the uh, what's the Alabama phrase? Run the ball, they're going to run it. Yeah. So you know, uh, Walker's going to have to step up on defense, uh, but also looking to pull those pieces together. You know, all the little things maybe translates into a win. If you can pull it together on the offensive side of the ball, right? It's and and, and when you look at uh, what they're able to do, uh, he just spoke really highly of them. Uh, and they they got down, uh, Central got down, and basically was was turned away on a fourth fourth and goal in in the a sixteen eight loss to Scotlandville. So, uh, and you guys know how many points Scotlandville was putting up coming into that game. So so to hold them down is is a pretty uh, big accomplishment. Um, for for that defense um so it's it's one of those things where he just this just a solid football team in central where when you just look at them on team on film and you know what's coming you you just have to stop it that's cut and dry right and that that's going to be the point of the game i guess you can say there's not really much else to say cleaning up those little mistakes you know, and you've got the the run game as well. He mentioned Jonathan, Jonathan Swift, the quarterback at Central. He's also it's it's not just passing. He's also a big part in the run game. And he said what they do a good job of doing is using the entire, uh, you know, width of the field. So it's not like you're just you know if they can find an edge, they'll take that edge and try to use the whole field. So he said that's part of the challenge in, in stopping that run game. Right. So talking about tough losses, uh, you know, moving over east. Into the Albany area, you know Albany lost to Sumner twenty-eight to fourteen last Friday. Uh, but one of the things that Coach Janice said about their loss is that uh, he can appreciate what the team's learning from it and the attitude they're bringing into the new week. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, about that Sumner game. What kind of went wrong for the Hornets? Uh, but what they'll also be facing uh, on a big stage this week. They're going to be playing at Strawberry against Laranja. Um, when you look at that Sumner game, uh, Albany held the lead at, at half, and Coach Janice said Sumner came out and they did the ball control deal, similar to what Live Oak does. Tries to play keep away. If I remember correctly, he told me they run ran uh, four plays in the third quarter, uh, which goes to if you can't if you don't have the ball, you can't score. I mean, right. it, it's that it's that simple. Uh, and he said that's basically what happened to him. At the same time, you know that Sumner's a good team, which leading into this week is is something that he kind of harped on where, you know, in the loss to Pearl River, he said maybe it took our guys a couple days when we came back from practice or to practice. It was kind of like, hey, 
maybe we thought we were going to win that game when we went in and we, we didn't do it. And he said this week, it's kind of like they realize Sumner's a good football team, but hey, you know, we're pretty good too. So, you know, let's kind of, he said Monday and Tuesday's practices were really good uh, in terms of the, the energy that they were bringing out there. So uh, it, it may be like, uh, you know, our other story it may be like they're kind of, you see a little growth there in, in that aspect. And going to need that growth because even, you know, you kind of talked about going to Zachary and being intimidating. Going into Strawberry Stadium, you know, when when you're used to kind of your, your 3A type stadiums can be a little intimidating. You know, it, it's a different atmosphere, bigger stadium. I'm guessing they're doing that for uh, COVID type restrictions. Um, it's Southeastern's done. They've done it, I believe, every weekend. They've hosted games every weekend in different schools, and and I I guess for them they they're not playing football this fall, so this is a, a kind of a way to pick that up. Uh, they they've kind of invited I guess invited schools to to use the facilities, and I think that's what what they're doing, trying to do it. Um. Another aspect is there's turf there. Uh, and, and a lot of schools are saying, hey, I'm used to playing on grass. That turf can be a little bit different. So that's another adjustment that both of these teams are going to have to make. So, and, and you know, the the Wolves, correct? LaRanja? LaRanja, a one-win team, but kind of like Denim and Live Oak, you know, uh, Coach Janice expressing we can't overlook these guys. I think you said it was two years ago or three years ago. LaRanja came in as a one-win team. Took Albany to the brink and beat him in overtime. He he made a point to uh to stress that to his team. You know, don't don't look at the record. We know what they can do. He also looked at the schedule. You know, uh they they're coming off a thirty four to thirteen loss to John F. Kennedy's a pretty good ball team. And he, he also uh, the other losses are to Salmon uh and Sumner, uh, which are two two really good teams as well. So he, he kept that in mind too. Uh um, but he's he's just kind of saying, uh, you know, be ready for it. And they've got a, a good running back, Bryce Vick, who's been there. Uh, I think he's a junior. Seems like he's been in there a while. And he said they're making the, the adjustments, you know, to try to find out what's going to work for them. But they're focused kind of on that run game because they, they can go. He said they, they can run really well downhill. So, so going to be a physical contest yeah. for Albany. So a lot of physical, you're going to see some physical football uh, this weekend. If you're watching Livingston Parish teams now, unfortunately uh, for the Bulldogs, you're not going to see any football this weekend or next uh, with a COVID uh, with a COVID positive test. We don't know how many, uh, but we do know that football activities are shut down will be shut down for at least two weeks. Um, a crazy win over Thomas Jefferson, 23-22. So let, let's talk about that for a bit, and then we'll kind of you know wrap it up here. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and say, not we know the next two weekends they'll be shut down. Looks like it'll be that Wednesday of the last week when they'll be ready to play. Of course, they're supposed to play on Thursday of that week. So there is concern that this this may be the end. We're not committing to that, right. obviously. Right. But for safety concerns, this uh, this is a tough break for when, Springfield. When I when I talked to uh, to Coach Surpass and, and Spencer Harris, the principal, uh, this this happened. It was late. I found out late Tuesday night uh, that this was happening. And of course, we we wanted to get it out to to our readers just to let them know, hey, this is going on. Unfortunately, this is what we're we're dealing with, and, and you, you hate to say it, but you kind of go, uh, it's not a matter of if, it's it's when. And uh, but when I talked to Spencer, it, it, he just kind of said uh, when he laid that scenario you just laid out, their last game, 
they picked it up for Thursday's North Lake Christian. Uh, and so if you look at it from a safety standpoint where you're not playing for two weeks and then you come back and you really only got one day to practice to play a game, Spencer said it's not really about a football thing. It's more about a safety thing in, in that regard. So we'll keep you posted. We, we kind of don't know what's going to happen at this point, but I'm going to stay in touch with Coach Surpass and, and, uh, and Spencer Harris, and, and we'll keep you posted and let you know what's happening. But uh, like I said, it's it, at least for the next two weeks, it, it was going to be uh, – next week was going to be St. Thomas Aquinas uh, for him. That was supposed to be a Strawberry Stadium as well. So uh, never really got to get into district. Right, right. And this is this is uh, literally, you know, Coach Surpass and I talked about it Tuesday about starting district, and then by that evening, uh, we're not playing. <laughs> yeah. And so, like I said, welcome to welcome to where we are, uh, and it's happening all over the state. It's not just here. So, uh, you know, you don't want to say you feel left out of the party, but you hate for it to happen to anybody. You know. Sure. So we will be keeping y'all informed, uh, you viewers and listeners, over the next couple of weeks as we learn more about, um, you know, what Springfield decides to do and what Northlake uh, decides to do as well. You know, maybe they'll try to flex to a Saturday game. Springfield just played a Saturday game. Try to get it in. Um, you know, we shall see. I'm sure that the district itself is going to have a conversation about that because it's going to be strange for Springfield to be out too. And then try to jump in for a third. Do you believe that'll play? A- it's and it's they don't they're they're not forfeits. It just counts as a canceled game. Uh, and, and Ryan made sure to, to to point that out just to make sure people know, hey, we're not giving up a win here. We're not giving up a loss. It's just a canceled game. It's just going to be interesting because we we've talked about that in the past. It's a three team district or three game district, and so. What does it do? I, 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 it, and that's those are questions. I think in the next couple of weeks we're going to have to kind of sort out and see what's going on. Right, and we did have. Um, I don't know if you saw. We had a question. Um, uh, this was several weeks ago, and I kept forgetting about it. Uh, you know, we had some people asking about. Uh, it, it you know just a three D team district. Why it's important to remember that in winter. And uh, spring sports, it's it's a five-team district because you put in Doyle and French Settlement. They just don't have football teams. Also, what happened, too, is the, that district featured a meeting in Independence at one time. And basically what happened was that district for football split up. Right. Is what happened. And, and you wound up with Springfield with uh, Pope John Paul, wound up with Pope John Paul, St. Thomas, and Northlake. And then... Uh, Independence is with Amit and uh, St. Helena on that side of the district. So that's, and that happened, uh, I guess, beginning last year. So if you, if y'all remember that, that's what happened. It was a, it was a really large district to where I think they'd only play two or three pre-district games and then the rest of it would be district. So they started looking at it and said, let's try to divide this up a little bit. Right. Well, uh, just wanted to, to for those who, and, and hopefully that person is watching or listening, uh, that's what's going on there. So as Mr. DeArmond said, there was some teams added, and then the district got real big, and they kind of split it up. But remember, there are two Livingston Parish teams, Doyle and French Settlement, that do not play football, but jump into the action when it's basketball and baseball, softball time. And of course, among other sports. Among others, right. Exactly. <laughs> At any rate, you know, tough Tough to kind of end the season. Uh, maybe not. Might have yeah. one more game. Yeah. But to have a two-game break right here after a big win 
uh, over Thomas Jefferson, twenty three to twenty two. This that that is probably the the biggest thing out of the whole deal is, is you know Coach Serpas is saying we can we can see it if things start hitting and they're working right they're they're doing well and to get this win over Thomas Jefferson at home um, and in the way they want it uh, they they were able to shut Thomas Jefferson out in the second half. Um, they come down, get the go-ahead touchdown, get the extra point, uh, and Thomas Jefferson driving. And uh, I'll just go. What happens is Brendan Allen gets called for a face mask on this drive, so that's 15. Then he gets hit with an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, which is another 15. Puts him right on the verge of maybe being able to kick a field goal, which would have given him the win. Uh, instead, Springfield's defense comes up, and on fourth down, Brendan Allen. Goes from, I guess, the goat to the hero. He gets an interception on the last play to seal the win for him. So he had he had two interceptions in that game and a touchdown catch. Well, so. I mean, that's what leaders do, right? I mean, so everybody's going to make mistakes. You got to pop back, make the play. That was, uh, and he was really complimentary of it. Because I, I, I just told I said, man, you went from the goat to the hero really quick right there. And he just, he was really complimentary of his team, you know, after that situation they just said hey man you, you got this it's going to be okay we're, we're going to be all right and he tipped his hat to his teammates just tr- trying to get him through you know that situation well and again uh springfield will be out of action the next two weekends we will keep you all informed as to uh what the district and, and what the teams are able to work out for that last week Walking through these games again, Denham is traveling to Live Oak. That's going to be sort of the the big matchup this week. Uh, Walker is hosting Central, and Albany is playing LaRanja at Strawberry Stadium. Last week's scores, Live Oak 26, Walker 10, Denham 14, Zachary 44, Albany 14, Sumner 28, and Springfield 23, Thomas Jefferson 22. One last time, we want to thank our sports editor, Mr. Rob DeArmond, for staying up to date with all this football stuff and joining us here on this Thursday afternoon. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And one last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us for the Livingston Parish football show. This is week six. We are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We do hope you guys enjoy the football action this week, and we will be back with you next week to talk about the results and what's coming up as we roll the season to a close. Uh, We'll have two more weeks next week. Talk to you then.